Boo. I scared you. This is Lindsay Moreland, and I have a ghost story for you. Episode number six, The Sixth Sense. I initially put my requests for ghost stories on my personal social media pages. One of the people that reached out was actually a member of my family. This is going to get confusing, but Samantha is my husband's cousin's husband's brother's wife. Phew, that's a mouthful. Anyway, I met Samantha and her husband when they lived in Tennessee, and we spent the holidays together with the family. They now live in California with their little boy and are currently expecting a little girl. Samantha is a teeny petite blonde that is very friendly and pretty. She is also a very talented actor. I once got to see her perform in a local play of A Christmas Carol. She was absolutely spectacular. Due to the distance, we set up a video chat, although I would have been more than happy to travel to Cali, but COVID. Oh yeah, and money. Samantha was rocking the cutesy mom look with her hair in a high messy bun, wearing a tank, and had her glasses on. She's the kind of pregnant woman you hate. You have no idea she is pregnant until she stands up and turns to the side. Yeah, I was not that kind of pregnant. I was the kind of pregnant that at five months, strangers were asking me if I was due any day and then looked at me with disdain when I told them I was only five months pregnant. I digress. Samantha started off big by telling me that she could see and feel ghosts. I mean, holy shit, she has the sixth sense. Some women really do have it all. I have only seen an actual face twice, she said. Usually it's a figure of a person that I see, but I can feel them around me all the time. Wow, I said, thinking she may be the actual ghost whisperer. Remember when I mentioned that about Nate in episode 4? She then explained, You know the feeling you have when you're being watched? Yeah, I get it all the time. My husband and I will be laying in bed. I will wake up but still have my eyes closed, and I can feel somebody watching me. I open my eyes, and there is a figure of a man hovering over me. I know I should probably talk to them to see what they want, but it's so scary. No matter how many times I see them, the initial fright doesn't go away. Then they're gone, and a new one will appear. She went on. Oh, and the house that I grew up in was haunted. My eyes got big. Hell yeah, I thought. She continued. We moved into this particular house when I was three years old. We actually relocated states, moving from California to Phoenix, Arizona. She couldn't remember a lot when they first moved in since she was so young, but her dad retells a story from that time, so it stuck with her. When she was three or four, her father bought her mother a pearl necklace. They were showing it to Samantha, saying, isn't this pretty? Little Samantha said, no, Dad, you already gave that necklace to Mom. Her father was taken back and responded, no, hon, what are you talking about? I just gave it to your mom. With a straight face, Samantha said, 
No, Dad. You gave it to her in another life. Wowzers, I thought. I then asked her what her first memories of the haunted house were. It was a lot of weird stuff, she said, all the time. The shutters would fly open and shut. Someone's shadow would go across the bathroom door. Pictures would change. I would tell my mom and dad this, but they never believed me. They chalked it up to youth and a creative imagination. Huh, I said. Did that ever change? It did, she explained. I got older and started telling them more detailed stories. I still remember those instances, those experiences. Oh man, I said. What kind of stuff happened in the house? Well, my grandmother died when I was six, she said. When I was in my early 20s living in the same house with my parents, my mother would get up about 5 a.m. and get ready for work. My mother would be in the bathroom right beside my room. As I was sleeping, I was awakened by a man saying my name. Sam. Sam. Samantha. It was distinctly a guy's voice. Okay, I said, secretly thinking this may not be a ghost story, but rather a break-in or kidnapping. I opened my eyes, she continued, to see an old lady's face staring at me. Then all of a sudden, my blanket was ripped off of me. Samantha started screaming, causing her mother to come rushing into her room. She was sitting up in bed, hysterical and unable to find the words to explain to her mother what had just happened. After she calmed down, her mother went to work, leaving a still very frightened Samantha at home with an uneasy feeling. Samantha thought about the experience all day and had more than a few questions. The spirit had called her Sam. Nobody called her that. Everyone referred to her as Samantha. She was also really confused by hearing a man's voice, but seeing an older lady's face. Her mother arrived back home that evening and Samantha finally told her what happened. Mom, she said, it was really weird. I heard a man's voice, but I know I saw a woman's face. Plus, it called me Sam. Samantha's mom stared at her for a long minute. Samantha, she started, your grandmother used to call you Sam. She also had an extremely deep voice and was mistaken for a man on the phone all the time. And do you know what today is? No, Mom, what? she asked. Her mother responded. It's your grandma's birthday. Holy moly, I said. Did your parents ever experience anything like this? My dad did, Samantha said. My dad saw a lady in the bathroom when he went in to take a shower. As he walked into the bathroom, the lights flickered and went out. They came back on and a woman was standing there. Then in an instance, she was gone. No way, I said. What else? My grandmother's pictures would change, she said. They would look normal one minute and then the picture would move and her eyes would be glowing a bright green. And on top of that, my sister had a rocking chair in her room I would always see a woman sitting in it, rocking and staring at me. I would hear knocks all the time. I would hear people walking around. I was so scared when I was a child. Even now I'm scared. 
I would hear them in the garage or attic. And I was so scared to talk to them, I would write the spirit a note and ask them not to scare me. And I told them I was a good person. I would leave the note wherever I heard the noises. Which had me wondering who found all these notes. Anyway, she continued. My dad told me when I left, everything stopped. It was like the spirit or spirits left. Um, I said, your parents still live in this house? This haunted house? Yeah, she said. They don't really see anything anymore. They think it left with me. Like it was attached to me. And y'all, then I could not help myself. Is that that thing that's right beside you? She totally looked. I almost got her. Alright, after we had a good laugh, she went on. Also, I had predicted three of my family members' deaths by dreams. Oh no, I said, thinking that must have been absolutely horrible. I will dream about it, and a week or so later, they died, she said. I could tell this was a sensitive subject, so we didn't go any further. But it does make me wonder. If she had a dream about me, would she tell me? Or maybe this is strictly an immediate family member thing? I wonder if anyone in my immediate family has this gift. What about your family, I asked. Does your husband ever see anything, or your son? My husband has never experienced anything, she said. And I'm not sure about my son. There are times I think, maybe, but with his age, he's three. You just never know, and you can't really talk about it with him. He will sometimes jump up and point to something and ask, who's that? I'll ask him what he's talking about, and he'll say, someone just walked into the other room. I'll go in, and I won't see a thing. But he's three, so I don't want to jump to conclusions. She went on. Actually, now come to think of it, when I was pregnant with him, I went to visit my family and took a picture in front of their house. The picture showed up with little green bulbs or balls around my stomach. I then start thinking of the show Psychic Kids, Children of the Paranormal. It was a show in the 2000s that would have young children and teens that could see spirits go to a haunted place with an experienced adult person who could do the same. They would help the kids speak to them without fear and also help them shut off that barrier. The show actually just rebooted and all those angsty teens are now helping kids. It's a great show. I would highly recommend it. Also, we may need to get Samantha's little boy on the show. Then I realized she was still talking, so the child ghost talking showbiz dream would have to wait. I recently attempted to talk to them, she said. How'd that go, I asked. Not well, she admitted. All I hear is moaning. It's like they can't get words out. I can communicate with them better in dreams. Maybe because it's so scary. They are only ever here for a few minutes. Not long enough for me to calm down, think rationally, and have a conversation with them. I mean, I can't imagine how frightening that would be, I said. Yeah, I only see them when they want me to see them, she explained. And it seems that's always in the middle of the night when I'm asleep. Although I can feel their energy in the daytime. Why do you think some people experience things like this and some people don't, I ask. Hmm. 
I think some people are just more open to it, she explains. I've also read that some people have different wavelengths in their brain or different energies. Maybe the spirits know who can and can't see them, so they seek those people out. But who really knows? I still feel them every day, even if I don't see them. They are there. They are all around me. I don't think they'll ever leave. Clearly, I am left with a million thoughts and questions for Samantha, but I doubt she has time to do a daily ghost story check-in with me like I want her to do, or hire me as her son's agent to get him on the kids' ghost show. Either way, she's just become one of my favorite extended family members unless anyone else can top this talent of hers. If so, I'm all ears. Boo! I Scared You is a second sound production hosted by Lindsay Moreland, produced by Trina Lloyd. This podcast is in loving memory of my grandmother, Mary Bell, Patsy Pat, Riley Bear. They promised that dreams can come true, but forget to mention that nightmares are dreams too. Oscar Wilde.